You're listening to Campus Review Radio. One of the reactions we often get from young students is a kind of, oh, technology, it sounds so boring. You know, oh, you know, and part of our job is to say, well, you know what, technology is not boring. You can be creative with technology. It's not just about sitting in a dark room doing code. It's about solving big problems of the world. So how do we tweak that creative idea with the tech idea and meld them together? It's one of the reasons why Intel is such a, a proud sponsor of Vivid, because Vivid is exactly the personification of what we believe we need to talk to our young students about, the melding of creativity and technology. They're not exclusive. Secondly, and I touched on this, you can, you can solve problems with technology. So going into the technology industry isn't exclusive to, oh, I want to work with microprocessors of Intel. You know, that's one job you could do, right? But you can solve problems. What I have here, a picture of a, a honeybee. We've all heard about the world honeybee shortage, right? What does that mean? It means crops aren't getting pollinated and it's creating potentially a crisis in our food and agriculture industry around the world. That's a problem. So if you're a young student, you're thinking, I really want to get involved in solving the world food bowl problem so that more people can afford to have you know, food and we can sustain our environment. You might say working at the CSIRO, for example, could be a great place, or as a scientist, could be a great place to work because I can work on solving the world honeybee problem. Here we've got a little sensor, it's being attached to a bee, and what they're doing is they've put gateways, like little processing gateways in the hives, not just here in Australia, but all around the world where we've got this issue, and they're measuring, well, what is the behaviour of the bees in Australia where we don't have this issue, thankfully, compared to the bees elsewhere in the world where we do? What is happening in the hives? Because it seems to be it's in the hives that suddenly the populations are dying. Right, so that tweaks imagination to, wow, I can solve problems. Here's another one that Intel's proud to have worked on. Um, we all know Stephen Hawking, and we all know the difficulty that he's had, but also what an inspiration he is. Um, and Intel's um, worked with him a couple of years back on redefining his artificial speech um, machine. Unfortunately, his disorder is a degenerative disorder. And the machine that he had in the past, although it had been very good for him and he was very used to it and very suited to it, he was no longer able to operate it because he's down to just being able to move one little muscle in his cheek to communicate. So it needed even um, finer computational um, inventiveness around how he could get his speech to communicate with the world. Um, some great videos on the Intel website about this if you are looking to be truly inspired by not just him but also the engineers who helped solve that problem. But again, perhaps a passion area for young students is I would like to help people with disabilities reach their full potential. Technology can be a key driver for that. Okay, hey, let's move away from saving the world. Perhaps you've got parents going, hey, you should just do this career because that's where you make the money. Okay, this is where the salesperson comes out in me, right? Okay, you can actually, tech is a well-paid industry. Okay, and we hear a lot about women going into tech industries that, or into industries that are typically feminized, not necessarily a bad thing, but unfortunately it means that they don't, their earning potential is not as high. So one of the things about going into a more male-dominated industry 
is we know we won't have the same pay and equity issues in the tech industry for women as exist in the other areas. Now, that's not to say we don't have to fix the other areas. We do. Okay, but in this area, women are in demand, men are in demand. There is a shortage in Australia of about 100,000 IT tech workers right now because there's an explosion of this need for workers in this area. Um, so from that point of view, if it's just that's something that drives you, hey, put it on your list and consider it. Okay, your skills will be in demand in this area. I've talked about the problems of the world that we're trying to solve. Um, but also there is just a shortage of people with this stick. If you look at our immigration at the moment, one of the easiest ways to immigrate into Australia at the moment to get, to get a working permit and visa, okay, is to have technology qualifications um, in your application because we have a shortage of people with skills in this area. So that's fantastic that we're able to attract the talent from elsewhere in the world. But it also says to me, if I was restudying my degrees again, I might continue, consider getting qualifications where they're needed. Okay, and finally, the tech careers are everywhere. And I just touched on that a little bit before. Like if your passion is medicine, technology has a role in medicine. You don't just have to be the doctor. You could also be the person who's using technology to solve that problem. Okay, if your passion is the arts, you could be the technology director of Vivid and bring Sydney to life every year because your passion's in the arts. Okay, if your passion's in teaching, and I know a lot of people in this room, um, of course it is, of course we know that technology has a role um, to play in teaching as well. So pick your industry. It doesn't necessarily mean if you study technology, you're going to end up in the technology industry. In fact, getting technological skills opens you up to the potential to work in numerous industries. And that's one of the things that I find so it's quite horizontal. It's such an exciting industry to be part of. So they're my thoughts and ideas. I, I hope you found that somewhat interesting. Finally, I just did want to share with you, because we are launching today as well, and everyone's getting a copy of this, right, Katie? Um, Sylvia Martinez has written an absolutely wonderful paper for us. Everyone will be getting this today. It will be available in soft copy as well. And she has got just some very practical, inspiring tips in here that we can all take away and learn from. Um, Intel's just delighted to be able to bring it forth um, in this brochure, but Sylvia's terrific, Sylvia's terrific work. Um, and one of her tips that I like the most and I relate to the most is she talks about makerspaces. And what she says is, if you're trying to attract more women to come and work, you know, young students, female students, um, into makerspaces, for God's sake, don't paint it, paint it pink and put Hello Kitty pictures <laughs> on the wall, right? I, I mean, really. I mean, it's not about it being pink. It's not about the pinkification of technology, okay? And it's so practical. But unfortunately, people with the best efforts, they have tried to do that. <laughs> oh, why don't we get Barbie to drive in a car around the lab or something? I don't know. So, you know, let's treat our young women like the smart, capable, inventive, aspirational and inspirational students that they are, and let's not patronise them with just like little pink colours and hope that that's going to inspire them, because Sylvia knows, and I think we all, in our gut instinct tells us, that's probably not going to work.